Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Should the BBC be helping to whip up fear, bigotry, and indeed hatred against migrants, refugees, against some of the most vulnerable people on the face of the earth by making us believe that we are facing a some sort of hostile invading force. I appreciate this is a loaded question, but the answer is no. Let's just have a little listen to what this BBC reporter said. This will be one of the places where the Home Secretary will come to see for herself exactly how the UK is defending itself on the front line against migrants. Exactly how the UK is defending itself on the front line against migrants. Let's be just be very clear. That is the language of warfare. That's how you talk about an invading army, the front line against migrants. What that's doing in the popular consciousness is conjuring up the image of, as I've said, our borders being overrun by a hostile force, which we need to defend ourselves from, defending ourselves. You defend yourself against something which is hostile by definition. That's what defense means. Self-defense. That's when you're attacked. You defend yourself. Now, there was widespread condemnation when Suella Braverman, our Home Secretary, it's worth repeating, she is our Home Secretary, that is the world in which we currently live, ludicrous, absolutely beyond belief, when she said that we faced an invasion on our southern borders. But this is the language, I mean, we kind of should expect that from a right-wing demagogue like Suella Braverman, but the BBC is using the language itself of anti-migrant, anti-refugee demagogues defense front line against now this matters in a context in which far-right extremism is on the rise in which an immigration processing center was firebombed by extreme right-wing terrorist ideology that's what the police have found that andrew leak a 66 year old who threw up to three incendiary devices at the site in dover kent was driven by terrorist ideology, far-right extremism. Now, we know the role, or we should do, of the right-wing media, the right-wing tabloid press, constantly stirring up hatred and bigotry against some of the most vulnerable people on the face of the earth. But this is the BBC. This is a public broadcaster which is supposed to be bound by objectivity, by just telling you the facts, not parroting the lines of right-wing demagogues. Now, what is doing is airbrushing out the reality that I've been to the former refugee camps in Cali. And what I found there could not be more different from how it's portrayed. I met, for example, a young Afghan teenager whose father had been shot dead by the Taliban. I met a Darfuri refugee. All of his villages had been burned to death. He was a survivor. I met, an Eritre I met Eritrean refugees. Eritrea is a regime which gets very little publicity, but is essentially almost as totalitarian as that of North Korea. It's people subject to the most barbaric and extreme total control by the ruling dictatorship. Now, the vast majority of people I met spoke English. Really important fact. 
Because the vast majority of refugees are in poorer countries, about 86, 87% are hosted by those poorer countries. Of those rich countries, France, Germany take far more than us. The small, the very small minority, the tiny minority of the global refugee population that comes to British shores are coming largely because, for example, they speak English. Sometimes that's because of a colonial history. They have relatives, contacts uh, here in the UK. Now, of course, that matters because if you are traveling to escape the horror of where you live, dictatorship, war, persecution, and you were in one country where you didn't speak the language and neighbor, the neighboring country you did, well, obviously, you'd do everything you could to get to that country because you'd have hope of a, of, of a life, a comfortable life, a secure life of some sort. Because being in a country where you don't speak the language, that barrier is absolutely colossal. So if you want to have a secure and dignified life where you're able to communicate with people, then of course, that's what you would do. Any rational person would do that. That's what we're talking about. Now, whipping up this sense in people's minds that this is something we need to, that these are, these people, in fact, we have to repeat human beings, human beings, fellow human beings, flesh and blood, people like us with hopes and dreams and fears and insecurities, that these are uh, something we need to defend ourselves, people we need to defend ourselves against on a front line, which is a military term, against. What that is going to help do is radicalize people. It's going to make people think they need to protect themselves. They need to defend themselves in the words of the BBC. What does that mean in a context where we've seen repeated far-right terror plots being foiled? This one, fortunately, no one died, but easily that could have happened. In a context where people are being radicalized to fear and hate migrants and refugees, what is the what is the the impact of a supposedly objective public broadcaster? Even the BBC is saying it. That's what people will say. What are the consequences? They can't get away with this. They just can't. It's, it's ludicrous. I mean, people go, well, you know, just more outrage from the lefties, do-gooders, sandal-wearing, muesli-eating, whatever, avocado. I can't remember which foodstuff Suella Braverman went for. I'd Google it, but, you know, life is too short. But, you know, what? What? that's what they're trying to say. They're trying to, that's the point of a culture war. But what do you do? Remain silent while the BBC just regurgitates dangerous rhetoric which could help ra radicalize people you know a line has to be drawn and the reason it's so important actually is recent research by the financial times very educational because it found that immigration to this country is higher than ever at the moment but anti-migrant sentiment has massively fallen over the last few years maybe even something you wouldn't expect and they found there was no correlation between the numbers of people entering britain and anti-immigration sentiment there's like there's no correlation on the graph. There is a correlation, which they found, between anti-migrant pieces in the media and anti-migrant sentiment. So we know this has a role. This is what the, the real cause of anti-migrant hatred isn't the existence of migrants. It's the scapegoating of migrants by the media for all the problems that exist and the portrayal of migrants and refugees as a dangerous invading force we need to defend ourselves from. So... That's why this is important. We need to speak out. That's what this video is about. But we've all got a responsibility and a duty to do so. Do complain if you've got the time. Um, I'll include the complaints link, as ever, um, in the box. Uh, do like and subscribe. Support us on patreon.com forward slash ownjoes84 uh, to keep this podcast and video channel on the road.
Ano si si. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.